Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. Tony, we talk about this a lot, but retirement planning is basically a big problem solving exercise. So let's think about what the problem is. The problem is uh, that someone is going to retire and their paychecks are going to stop and they need to replace income. Maybe they don't have to replace their whole paycheck, but they've got to replace income and they want to make sure that their money's going to last and that they're not going to run out of money and they don't have to worry about it. They've got one chance to plan it. Mm -hmm. It's the first time they've ever done it. Yep. And the first time we do things, that's usually our very best work, right? No, it's usually probably our worst. <laughs> so it's the first time Not they've good. ever done it. They yeah. get one chance to do it. They have to get it right. And it's got to be right and on track for decades, typically. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this whole retirement planning thing is pretty important. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we find is that most people are having their investments managed, but they're not having their retirement planned. Right. And so let's talk about what does that mean? What does retirement planning mean to you? Well, there is a big difference. It's not that we don't do investing as well. We invest people's money and do all those things. But but planning first before we just go and pick investments or choose anything, there's a big, big difference between that and actually planning first. And and we're always doing deep planning first. So here's how you can kind of know. Here's some sort of telltale signals. Uh, there's a few of them. If you're working with somebody who's actually planning your retirement or somebody who's just investing your money. And, and one of them is, is are you getting recommendations really early on, like in your first meeting or so? They're already telling you what you should be doing, how you should be invested. They can already get started right away because apparently they just are psychic, know everything. <laughs> Dead ringer about- <laughs> that it's a sales pitch, yeah, not a planning process. Exactly. It, you know, like, like my question would be, how much do you know about me? Like, how do you know this is a good investment for me? How do I know it's a good investment for me? But, but you know, also, you know, back to not gathering enough information, this happens all the time, but there's one in my mind right now where I'm working through a process with a client right now, or it's a couple now, and they've just become clients, and they told told their previous broker that they only needed around 5500 to $6,000 a month to live on. Mm-hmm. Well, when we started digging in and we looked at it, here's what they're living on now, $15,000 a month. Right. So they're living on 15000 well, that, that happens all the time. Yeah. So, so here's the... And then they're like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. This will never work. Well, maybe... Maybe it will work, or maybe it can. It needs to be ten or twelve or eight. But the point is, is it could be any of those numbers. But the idea of just guessing at it, or just having a vague idea of what it costs for you to actually live your lifestyle, and then plan around something that's not a real number, can be disastrous. I mean, that's why all the time people come in and say, you know, I retired too early. Well, they don't mean they retired too early because they wish they were still working. They mean they retired too early because there was no analysis done and the market seems to be up or down or whatever it is, but they're they're burning through too much of their resources too fast. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, this is <laughs> – I don't know how to say this a, a different way than this, but this is the truth. The, cha- the problem here is that your broker or your banker or whoever is managing your money – is listening to what you're telling them. Right. 
And now we have to be careful here because when you tell them how you feel about risk and your investment objectives and all that kind of stuff, absolutely, they better be listening to what you're telling them. Right. But if you're telling them how much money you spend every month and they believe you, it's here. The problem is it's not like you're trying to get it wrong. Right. Yeah. It's that most people, Tony, they add up what it takes them to pay their bills and then they throw in a fudge factor. Mm -hmm. So we know that our electric bill is usually this, water's that, and on average we spend this much on this and this much on that. And then, you know, we go out to eat some and that sort of thing, but they add up their bills and then they throw in a fudge factor. Mm -hmm. So we have a process that misses nothing. No dollar gets left unaccounted for. I think a lot of times people have the the impression that we're just all the same. Like it's all, right. I, I went to this guy or that guy and it's just the same as any other guy and they're the, happen to be the ones that's down the street from me and so they're just as good as anybody else. So, I mean, like what would you, I mean, really highlight what are the, what are the differences and what's unique about us? The main difference, Tony, between uh, what is happening most places and what happens uh, with us, in my opinion, is that most people are trying to figure out just that investment piece. How much risk are you willing to take? What rate of return are you looking for? Let's build a portfolio based upon your risk tolerance. And so one of the telltale signs, like you said earlier, if your whole conversation is around how to invest your money, then you know that's just an investment picking exercise, not a planning exercise. I sat down with someone last week and they came in and they said, we've been listening to your show for years, uh, but he... Uh, has done all of the investments and felt very, very comfortable with that and liked our show, felt like it was helpful and informative, but you know, really he had it all under control. And then they hit a point in their life where they realized, he's like, okay, if I'm not around, she's going to have a little bit of trouble with this. And she was concerned about it. So when they came in, they sat down with me, they, you know, I asked them, I said, you know what, well, what do you want that you feel like you're not getting now? And they said, cause they actually did have, this is interesting. They had a broker that they were working with that was managing their investments, mm-hmm. but they viewed that as him, the uh, the person meeting with us, doing everything, and the broker was just there kind of monitoring the investment. So, so we started off by saying, I do everything myself. Oh. And then the longer we had the conversation, I'm like, wait a minute, you do everything yourself, yourself, but you've got this broker over here at XYZ Company. He goes, oh, well, yeah. But that's just where we keep everything. And, you know, I tell him what I want to do. And I'm like, so he's what's he there for? Right. Because they're paying him. Yeah. Right. And and I said, so what is it you feel like you're not getting that you want? Yeah. He said, well, you know, I'm trying to figure out, should we pay the house off? When's the right time to take Social Security? I've done a great job of growing the money, but. You know, and we've been living it because they were already retired. We've been living on it, but things are getting really volatile, and I'm concerned about taking a big hit in the market. And I realize that I don't have a plan that's going to withstand a 30, 40, 50 percent correction. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what to do about that. I've done a great job of growing the money, but now that I need to live, we mm-hmm. need to live on yep. the money. Yep. I don't know how to do all of that. And so I'm trying to figure out what's the best solution for all these things. And I need, we need to do some legacy planning. And when we asked our broker, when should we take Social Security? What should we do about our legacy planning? Should I be doing some Roth conversions? 
I got answers. It wasn't like they weren't going to tell us they didn't know how to answer the question. It was more they kind of beat around the bush and gave us an answer that wasn't really an answer. Mm -hmm. And so we're here because we're hoping you can answer those questions. Hey, everybody. Tad Hill here, your co-host of Retire With Freedom. We'll get back to the podcast in just a moment. But first, I want to recommend a book to you. It's the one I wrote to help retirees discover the five steps to getting a good night's sleep after the paycheck stop. You can probably guess the title. It is, of course, Retire With Freedom. In the book, I'll tell you a little bit of my story and why I became a financial advisor, but I'll also share with you some cautionary tales of retirees who have come before you. We'll talk about the importance of following true planning processes and how to choose the right advisor. Above all, I'll detail for you how we connect all of the dots for our clients to help you sleep well at night with confidence in your financial future. Look for the link in this episode's description to request a free copy of the book. I'd love to send you one. So click the link or just go to askfreedomfinancial.com. So one of the things that I think is a big telltale sign when you're working with someone who's not a planner, who's not doing planning first. And, and they may have all the planning designations in the world. It doesn't matter what letters you've got behind your name. It matters what your process is. Right. And, and are they using those, uh, using that, all those designations? But, but one of the things are, you know, you said, are they just talking about investments and things? The other thing, like I spoke to earlier, was, you know, are they actually digging into the facts for you? Are they only, you know, are they only looking to see? Do, do you feel like I'm, I'm? Do you feel like they're just trying to fit you into their model and the way they do things, as opposed to making it customized and and doing what's best for you specifically? So I would pay attention to that a lot, and and the way to pay attention to that is. Are they checking the facts? Are they a fact checker? You know, like when people on the news and all that, they go and check the facts of what are people are saying. So like if somebody says... Or Dragnet, just the facts, man. <laughs> is that Dragnet or yeah, was that, that something else? Yeah, I think that was Dragnet. Okay, it's right. really old. <laughs> but, but the fact checker should be not just... Um, saying okay you only need six thousand dollars a month when really it's twice that much or whatever we really need to know is that true and can we base all of our planning and our math around uh, an, an incorrect fact it's not even a fact it's an incorrect statement so um this is going to sound like one of those tongue twisters but i didn't know how else to say this but you know if you're a fact checker you need to know which facts to check <laughs> <laughs> i'm a fact checker and i know which facts to check because because Knowing the answers and knowing when to dig in deeper on a topic, on a subject, is also important. And I don't feel like people well, do that I would either. Say, I would say it maybe a little differently than that. I think the quality of the planning process starts with the quality of the questions you're asking. Right. And so the answers may be different to a single question, but I, I find one of the big challenges is that people aren't asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. And so... I'll give you an example because I'm trying to think of a good example. So I'll give you an example. So it's it's let's say we ask somebody, you know, what do you want your money to do? If we just ask somebody that question, mm -hmm. would you agree with me that 90 plus percent of the time the answer is going to be grow, mm -hmm. right? We want our money to grow. And we go, okay, great. Let's invest you for growth. Let me show you these things that are going to grow, 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 grow. Okay. Or... We say, what do you want your money to do for you? And they say, grow. And then maybe we ask a few add-on questions or follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. So 
why do you want it to grow? And they look at you like you've grown two heads. Yeah. What do you mean? Why do I want it to grow? I want it to grow so that it'll grow and, and I'll, you know, I'll have more money and you know, we won't run out and I, Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So you want your money to grow so that you won't run out of money. And again, they're kind of looking at you like, are you simple? <laughs> yeah. Right. And you, and you go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So that we don't run out. Duh. I go, okay. So is it really that you want your money to grow or is it that you don't want to run out? Mm -hmm. And again, they're going, well, aren't they're the same thing? The more my money grows, the less chance I have of running out. Mm -hmm. And that is where people that don't do retirement planning don't understand that that is actually not the case a lot of times. Yeah. In fact, maximum growth could be the thing that causes you to run out. Mm -hmm. Because with maximum growth comes maximum risk. Yeah. Max, yeah. Maximum risk. And the other thing, the other thing that uh, I don't ever, I'm not going to say ever, very rarely do I see someone that actually has an income plan. Yeah. W wouldn't True. you agree that normally they've just got a bucket of investments that's diversified mm -hmm. and somebody's told them, oh, don't worry, we've got you diversified. We've got top quality mutual funds with great track records and they're diversified among a lot of different asset classes and so when things aren't going well we've diversified insurance services provided through freedom financial group any and all other services related to insurance are an outside of business activity and are not offered through or supervised by ae wealth management llc insurance products are offered through the insurance business freedom financial group freedom financial group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through ae wealth management llc a registered investment advisor aewm does not offer insurance products the insurance products offered by freedom financial group are not subject to investment advisor requirements aewm and freedom Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.